Hey everybody and welcome back finally to another episode of the Sacred Resistance Podcast. This is number 57. Today we had on Ravi, aka RK Gandhi, the Red Pill Rhymes master, poet master. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. This is was this is our first episode of this uh, 2023. I don't even want to call it a new year because I to me the new year starts in the springtime. Spring. Yeah, there's yeah. But you know what I'm saying. If you're here and listening, first episode of 2023. First episode of 2023, and it was he is a joy. Yeah, he's a lovely dude and is a great poet. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful rhymes in his Red Pill Rhymes book, um, and it's called a poetical awakening. Um, well, Red Pill Rhymes is the name of the book, but a poetical awakening, and it's a beautiful book. We have it here with us, and. Uh, Ravi read us a couple of the poems in the book itself and he's just a lovely human being and like just listen to it because it's going to inspire you in some way or another to get creative. Yeah, he's he's an awake human that is uh, rhyming about it and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a really cool book and uh, hopefully... You guys listen to this and buy the book and share it with your friends. Yeah, all the information will be in the show notes, where to get where to get the book, where to how to get in contact with Ravi and follow his beautiful Instagram page and it's his whole Instagram page is just a work of art. Like everything he does is intentional and it's it's poetic even just like you'll look at the page and be like wow that's beautiful so Ravi thank you so much for being on here with us today we really enjoyed having you um and in are enjoying your book and just thank you for what you're doing and um the courage that it takes to get out there and be in the limelight but you're you're just a beautiful soul and we're happy to have uh, virtually met you yeah Ravi happy to uh have another member of the Resistance family. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard, brother. <laughs> and everybody, all of you, we love you. If you're listening to this, you are the Resistance. The sacred Resistance. Lovely. Awesome. Right on. We have yeah. got Ravi. I got your book, The Red Pill Rhymes, which is which is super cool. I'm yeah. I've only like I said, I've only read a little bit of it, but I love it. I love it. You're talented. Thank oh, you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. That was uh, a culmination of what's been happening over the past few years. But it started it started before then, too. It actually started two years before all the madness sort of began. And um, I didn't really know where it was going. And then, you know, shit hits the fan. And then you realize, oh, this is like, this is what I'm meant to finish the book off with, kind of. Cool. And the actual progression... Yeah, so that's kind of how it came to be, and then you're trying to figure out like, well, what is this when you when you put it all together? It was a bit of a hodgepodge, but then you see themes and and you realize, oh my God, this was like, this is the journey, and this yeah. is the awakening, and all the shit that happened before the madness was like my own personal stuff, and and then and this happens, and and it just wakes you up, and so um that's that's how that kind of came to be yeah your book so how, were you have you always been a poet like was it something that you've always dabbled in and then or is this newer to you 
So definitely always been writing, um, even when I was a kid. And it was just one of those things where I would resort to kind of, you know, everybody has their thing and their modality to kind of dive into when things are tough. And, and writing for me was absolutely it. Um, but it was mostly, mostly just um, short stories and just some poetry, but not really. And then I just stopped doing it. And, you know, when when shit really hits the fan, whatever it may be, it could be a breakup or something very stressful. You you realize how important it is to go back to. And so I started really getting back into it and writing on my computer. And then eventually I thought, OK, well, everybody's on this Instagram tip. So let me see if I can I can kind of just push it out onto Instagram and and not really, I wasn't really worried about a following. It was more just like and having a, yeah, a nice area to have all these and, you know, make it kind of aesthetically pleasing. And at first I was, you know, printing the, the poems out and putting a prop on top and then taking a photo of it. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. I'm not a photographer. And, and then I just, <laughs> looks like, but yeah, I've been writing a long time and, I think just in our world, you know, short stories and and longer forms of writing was was not really conducive to an audience right now, like a good audience, yeah. like a social media audience. And, yeah. and so I actually started writing poetry as more of like, all right, is this what you want? Fine. Boom. And I started like just doing it as kind of antagonistic, kind of just like egging people on about it and making fun of it um, in some ways. And then I kind of learned to love it a bit and tinker with it. And now it's like a good bridge between just really short poems and writing my stories, like short stories, and I've just combined them. So now I just do, their, you know, story poems, if you will. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, so, it's an art for sure, man. To be like, a, to be a wordsmith, is, yeah. it's, it takes talent for sure. And, and it's so, your stuff is really deep. Like it's really thought provoking a lot of it. And it's like, yeah. whoa, how did you connect those two things? Like it, I wish, I, I would, I actually wish I would have like had a poem picked out to read right now because there's so many good ones, but yeah. And even on your Instagram, it's like very thought provoking. It's like, whoa, that's, yeah. that takes some, some deep thoughts for sure. And to, to get it in such a short form, Jamie's also good. He's a, I don't know if you'd call yourself a poet, but you write more of a lyricist, I guess. Yeah, you write yeah. rap lyrics and yeah, but that could be rap is basically just poetry to a beat, really. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you know, um, writing for me is one of those things. I really don't do enough of it. it it's Same. so, it's so healing. It like you can figure shit out when you just put a pen to a paper. You sort like you don't know what is going to come out, and then sometimes you figure things out just by putting the pen to the paper. It's crazy. It absolutely that's how it works for me too and um at first i was just doing it on my computer and then i you know waking up at a certain time and and actually just kind of like the science of it try to figure out like what's the best time to write um what's the best way to write and i found out for me waking up super early in the morning because you read things like 5 a.m club and and just how everybody's getting their day started super early and I was never like that. Um, but I find with writing, aside from anything else, it like gets me up in the morning. It's like, nice. it's like, wake up, and you're like, ah, oh. but then you realize, like, 
oh yeah, let's do this. Like I have yeah. to, and, um, I used to write on a computer and I just, I also thought that was sort of not conducive to that 5am, right? So I had this notebook, a beautiful, beautiful notebook I got with like beautiful moleskin paper in it. And I just, and a, and a awesome pen, but I didn't want to use it because it was just so beautiful. Like I didn't want to write into it because it was just that pretty and, and clean. And then I just, you know what, let's try this. And I started, I switched to notepad, this, this notebook, and it's been the best change. So you wake up and write on this notepad and you're scribbling and it's messy and you don't, you know, give a shit. And then you eventually transfer it to word and fine tune it a bit. But that that's been a game changer just and that goes back to what you're saying like you know just get pen to paper and i think yeah. with computer it's not the same it no, doesn't especially feel- especially for me i'm a two-finger typer dude i never had a computer as a kid <laughs> i'm like i'm awful i'm the slowest typer in the world you know what <laughs> that hearing you talk it made me think like it's almost like a ritual you've created like a like a like your um uh, we had Nathan and he said, eat the frog, eat the frog, eat the yeah, frog yeah. first thing in the morning. Like, and it's a, it's a South African phrase, which means like, do the hard thing first. Not that poetry has to be like this daunting hard thing, but it's like, but it's easy not to do it. It's easy not to get up. It's easy to lay in bed. It's easy to not wake yourself up at, at early time. Um, and and it, it, it's a it's a ceremony, a ritual, yeah, sure. like a like a meditation almost. And then that that thing, like writing, if that's what excites you to get you out of bed in the morning, that is fantastic, man. That's fucking that's the best. If you get up in the morning and get to do something that that is like eating the frog, but also that you enjoy, yeah. which is like working out for me. Like I gotta say, getting up at five a.m. is fantastic. I love it. I do it every day. I love getting up at five. Seven days a week, he's up at five. Seven days a week, I'm up at five. Sometimes four thirty. That's a bit much, but it's not by choice. I just wake up. That's when I get up. And working yeah. out like is one of those things. Like it sucks that early in the morning, but you start to crave it. Like mm-hmm. going to bed at night, I'm thinking about my workout in the morning. And it's, yeah. that's, it's, that's it's when you know, cool. you're over that hump, yeah. that hump of dreading it. Like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I agree. It's, and it's, I think it's not about, I, I spoken to a bunch of people like during my healing process, and it's not just about one modality that you need to do. And I think, you know, I talk about this in the book a little bit and my Instagram, just how wellness has been corporatized. Yeah, and it has. You really have to find out what works best for you. And it may not be what, you know, someone who has a million followers is telling you. And uh, so for me, I, I tried a few different things on what worked. And, and then eventually you just come back to what you love. And that was for me, it was writing. And now it's like a ritual, as you say, for me, it's a ritual and I can't solve puzzles worth shit, but But like when it comes to words and like making something work as a piece of writing that can flow and people can feel that they're, they can understand and not be lost in. And that's another thing with poetry. And I grew up with hip hop and some writing, but like mainly just like hip hop and and pop writing and so to speak, like I wanted to make things more accessible for people because sometimes poetry can be lost. You read three sentences and you're gone. You have no idea what they're talking about. Totally. And I don't want to feel like that. So yeah. it's like, it's a puzzle, putting it together with the right combination of words, 
can I get double meanings, triple meanings? Can I get really cool time schemes? But then also, can I have a really strong message um, at the same time and put that puzzle together? And that's what I love. That's the best part about it. Yeah, that's and, talent, man. Totally. Yeah, and taking the vocabulary and not like, not for lack of a better term, dumbing it down a little bit, but taking your vocab and, and kind of making it more understandable for everybody, right? Because some poetry is like, like you said, it's like, it's done in like legalese terms. It's like, what the fuck is this person even saying? By the third line, you're lost. You're lost. And the other thing too is like, I think a lot of people are, are, are of course, there's very talented uh, poets and writers out there, you know, but sometimes the words that they're using, I'm not entirely sure if, if they even know. Like, <laughs> I, they're, they're just using big words to like mm-hmm. make it sound grandiose and, and God bless them. If they're doing, if it works for them, amazing. Um, but for me, I love I love piecing it together. And if there's something that I don't know, I will research. Like, I'll stop the poem and then research it. So, like, if my poem, for instance, I just wrote a poem about uh, what's happening about bees um, in the world and how that's kind of a, a really important issue. But I wanted to understand, like, how the pesticides affect them, like, what actually happens, instead of just sort of this loose yeah. understanding. And so I would read articles. Of course, I would pick up interesting words that would be mentioned and use them. If I didn't understand what they meant, I'd read what they meant and understand it and then include it in the poem and then incorporate that. I I honestly, I love that. It's one of my favorite parts is like, there's no such thing as writer's block. I I just read this somewhere. There's just, um, it just means you need to learn something new. Pick up a book or watch a show or a documentary, learn something new, and I guarantee you'll be inspired. Yeah. It. Like there's no yeah. such thing as writer's block. You just got to read something new, you'll be inspired. You know? Right. It's just like, yeah. Or, or you're not inspired. Yeah. It's the wrong inspiration or lack of inspiration or whatever. Um, That's right. Yeah. I remember this moment when I realized like that everything was made up of energy and energy is everywhere. Like, and if you're ever feeling stagnant or stuck, it's like, you just need to move to a different space where the energy changes or just move your body, like in a way to get that energy out of you. And I think that's like the same thing that you're just talking about. Like, you just need to learn something new. It's like, you just need to churn your perspective because sometimes we get stuck and we're going down the same way. It's almost like that quote about insanity, um, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting expecting different results. And it's like, all you have to do is like, just maybe switch your perspective, open a different book and get inspired by that or start moving and you'll, you'll get inspired by something else. And, and I think I, I've also said many times on our Instagram, I was like, creativity is what's going to save the world. And I, I don't necessarily mean that literally, but like save like our souls, like we need to get in connection with what what lights us up and what gets us excited and what mm-hmm. what how get our creative juices flowing because once we're in that state then I think that's our true state to be in is creativity yeah. and and like whether it be writing or building yeah. or or movement or whatever it is that sets your soul on fire it's that's, just like that's what separates us not to get conspiratorial every single bloody time but that's what separates us from these elites who are in charge and in control they lack creativity they're doing the same playbook again and again and again and again and again throughout the that's ages. why we could ca- that's why we caught them that's yeah, exactly. how how people like us were able to exactly. see what was going on 
Yeah, that that you you got it. Like that's the only way we would have found out is is you find their mistakes, the hypocrisies, right? Like there's only so many ways they could do it before people started to wake up. And that's what happened to me. I guess it would be the start of COVID was that's that that's what happened. I started to everybody was home. They had nothing better to do than to research and like try to understand things. And then things just didn't make sense. Yeah. And on live TV, you're watching like lies like right yeah. in front of your face. And I'm like, wait, something's not right here. And this is really like what caused the shift in myself too. I mean, I think everybody was kind of scared at the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Even people like us who absolutely know better than to trust these parasites were a little bit in the beginning, everybody gets caught like, oh my God, a fucking pandemic, like for, well, for half a second, right? Like yeah. everybody's kind of confused for a second. Yeah, um, I think what what they did, the media, what the like, it really showed the true colors of the media. If you didn't know already, but yeah. that was a huge part for me was under, seeing how the media was so corrupt and just lying to our faces and not telling truth anymore at all. Like I I don't trust like ninety nine percent of sources out there now. It's like it's like what's real? Yeah. But that's, but the people that are kind of on the, the precipice of waking up have these burning questions already, like what is real? And so when you start to see these things, it causes people to dig. And yeah. then you then you realize, oh, my God, most of this stuff is not real. A lot of it's not real um, in how they um, how they take care of us, how they pretend to care for us. Nobody cares. No. And you know, corporate America, corporate Canada, like corporatism, uh, governments, like nobody cares. Um, you're on your own and no one's going to save us, right? So yeah. they, it's um, the opposite of care. They care about keeping their scheme running. They care about continuing to slow drip the poison into us. They they care, they care about, about profits. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and using us as their guinea pigs towards profit. That's absolutely it's just pure profits in every that and that's another you look at every sector and it's just so many schemes of profit like there's yeah. not one sector and you think well okay maybe the people that are in wellness those are the people that you would follow and say okay they're against all this but then that's corrupted too exactly. mind blown at like all the corruption everywhere and it's all just for power and money and uh, yeah, that's that's really why I, you know, there was a point where you start to get a little scared, not from, you know, um, viruses, but actually the the all the externals of the other stuff. You're like, you can't believe all the things that are happening. And so I I had to bury myself into the writing at some points. It's and I talked to talk about this a lot. It saved me those few mm -hmm. years. Like writing saved me. Like For sure, yeah, I think was. Closed, you know, gyms closed. You couldn't see friends. You lost friends, and you know, work wasn't the same, and it was tough. And so I buried myself into it, and it, you know, thankfully came out the other side. But I know many people struggled. You know, many many people didn't get the help that you know they often claim to say that they they will give. They don't. And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'm thankful for you for you guys. And, um, you know, all the awakened people um, who have sort of come together and banded and, yeah. and it's, they've, 
I know that they purposely like made it seem like we're we're not a lot of people and we're all, all dispersed, but somehow we've managed to to find each other more and more every day and more are waking up to all these yeah. things every day. Yeah. And um and the book really is like it's about not just the an awakening awakening to all that's around us, but it is yourself too. Yeah. Uh, first part of the book is is really just that stuff like coming into your own um you know your own uh, strength your inner strength yeah and inner so that that's yeah yeah man i was gonna ask you ravi um previous to the covid which i covid woke up a lot of people but like did you have like a dark night of of your soul like previous to that you had to like then saw your own truth. So then when this all happened, you were able to see through their lies. Do you think that was part of it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I suppose like I kind of always went by this mantra of like healthy skepticism. And so I like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's fair. Like, I think, Tr trusting everything so blindly is what's probably got us into a lot of trouble. Totally. Um, and so I suppose it's been a long time since I've always had a healthy skepticism of things, but honestly, it, it, it was seeing it before my eyes, not just past events that you would look at and go, mm, I'm not really sure, or you know, you watch documentaries, you know, even ones on Netflix, and it kind of opens your eyes to this. And so you have this sort of healthy skepticism already about like the food industry and, yeah. and you know, the clothing industry, like none of this is new, Yeah. but yeah. then just see it in front of your face in such a magnitude that there's just, there's no way to deny it. Right. Like yeah. you can kind of, ignorant when you have your avocado and realize you know how many lives or how much corruption was involved to get like these avocado farms operational and all these yeah. things and or how many animals were killed in the process of your avocado getting to your plate yeah. that's a whole nother thing like right like veganism and a lot of it is i think been a big lie to us and i'm sorry if anybody's vegan and i'm offending you but the truth we is, we yeah we were we were vegetarians and vegan he was more vegan than i was for a few years and then i started realizing like okay they're pushing this heavily on us and they're they're pushing it and when we moved out to the country like my body was craving more than just vegetables and i was like it's cold it's winter there's snow which we weren't really used to that and i was craving more meat and then I I started realizing I'm like okay and I heard something I think it was on an Instagram video I forget who it was like I don't know if it was Joe Solitan or um which person it was but they basically were saying they're like do you know how many animals we have to kill for you to have avocados or for you to have your beans or your tofu it's like every single animal that steps foot on our farm like whether it be a marmot or a like named all the different animals that try to come wreck the farm they have to kill all of those animals which vegans have no idea about and oh, a lot nice, of them uh, nesting squirrels like where do you draw the line like what how an animal has to be a certain size to have a soul or like yeah no they you... all they're yeah. all they kill everything that steps foot on their on their they have to or else their crop is their crop is gone yeah. so when yeah, they, yeah sorry <laughs> that was on a totally different edge. um i have to go grab our 
computer charger. I forgot it, and it's in what the other room. I'll be right back. You guys keep talking. Yeah. Are you <laughs> vegan? No, actually, I tried. I tried veganism for a, a few months, and 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 most people would say that's not enough time, but yeah. they would say that sort of um i forget what it's called but the those first few months is that detox period where you feel like garbage but right yeah but i i just did not feel good and then i just went back and but you know again you read about all this you're like all the processed food that oh, yeah. soy and all that shit that's so it's so bad for you man and I'm not saying you can't do veganism. It's kind of like Joe Rogan talks about this, right? You could do it, but like yeah. you need the optimal everything and know your shit. And yeah. I just thought, and that's just one of it. Like, I mean, the meat industry has its own issues too. Like it, at, that's what you realize. It's just every, like you name it, yeah. everything, has like all these issues to it. You know, yeah. the pet industry, totally, like it's like, just everything like crops and, I like no. to break health down to a way like if you can procure the food on your own, that's the healthiest food for you. Like if you can get it in the wild, that's the best thing you could eat. Next best would be like biodynamic, then organic, then like, but like getting the food, growing the food, hunting the food, getting it yourself off of the land is the healthiest food possible. Good luck being a vegan like that. Good luck. It's especially it's, living it, up here it, in Northern Canada. Forget it. You're dead. It, it's it's it, yeah up here how i don't even know but yeah. I mean, yeah, if, you, sure. if you can do it properly you know good for you like you, yeah. you'd have like super optimal to do it i just i don't really know if people understand the whole the like you like your whole sort of palette of of information you would need to really get optimal results with that and nutrition but totally. you know again i i I'm pretty sure I have a couple of vegan friends. I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't really know to be honest, but I don't think so, but I, I, I might have a couple of vegan friends and, and good for them. Like it's, you it's can fun. Do it, like, yeah. And everything's geographical. Good luck finding a vegan Eskimo. I bet you like, come on. No. You, you seal blower. Like they're not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, getting back to it though, like it's not just that, right. And you know this, it's like, there's just so like energy, like you just name every sector, healthcare, like, Every sector is just so riddled. And I think this the last few years, I think more and more people are realizing how corrupt it is. And you look at like the hospital bed situation, you know, call it whatever it is. But if you're saying there's no hospital beds and you just spend three years taking our money, you know, and what have you done? Have you fixed yeah. any of the? I don't think so. No, I'm not me. sure. Made it worse by firing like it's getting, nurses. No, it's, it's like getting like every, in Britain's way worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, every so, single thing, like you were saying, that's corporate is corrupt. Everything that has become corporatized is corrupt. It's got to be a word there we can create, like corp corruption or corporate spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. So anyway, we just band together and we keep moving forward and and waking others and. And hopefully, just like you guys are doing, like the homestead ideas, like yeah, man, we're trying to spread the word on that. Like, I think that's that's the way moving forward. And it's actually quite neat because um, we moved from the city to this small town about two and a half years ago, and just recently, um, well, to give you the backstory because it's it's kind of cool. Um, they were doing clinics in town for little babies and kids, and I saw some people outside just 
sitting in their cars with signs on their on their cars being like know the risk before you go forward blah 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 clinics for babies like what do you mean like the vaccine clinics okay. yeah and so I, I went up and talked to these two guys that were in there and I was like hey I told them who I was and I was like thanks for what you're doing I appreciate it a lot of people don't know the risk involved and they're like yeah yeah so we end up talking Long story short, we we started creating this group where we meet together and we a lot of people were so scared to talk, speak out in the small town because they didn't want to get shunned or, you know, people have lived here their whole lives and they don't want to look like the odd man out. And then what we're realizing is how many people there actually are in yeah. this town that are are not OK with the way the government's going. They're not OK with the corruption. And so we're kind of building this little community, not just us, but we're we're a part of it. We're and I think it's neat because a lot of people out here are gardening. They are doing things where and I said, I'm like, let's let's in what comes summer when we have our harvest, like let's get together and trade what what like I'll grow this, you grow that, and like let's try to trade with each other so that we can almost eliminate the grocery store. And then there's people that have their cattle and their beef and their they they know how to do everything without any anybody stepping in yeah. so there's no middleman and well, i we, think not, not only yeah. like with creating the homestead like this little community we've created collectively amongst our little community we've got thousands of acres here yeah like, yeah it's yeah. it's pretty cool man and i think if like even even if you took conspiracy out of this and you took out the government corruption just think of how cool it would be if you got to know your neighbors really well and you got to know them in the sense where you could do that even if even if everything was running with no corruption what a beautiful right. what a beautiful yeah. Yeah. scenario that would be like oh I, and we get our milk locally from a local farm we get our beef from a local farm like we yeah. we see the cattle that are that are the food that we're eating like yeah. it's so much more connected and yeah. and i think that I just think that that's such a beautiful way to live, to be more connected. And we lived in the city and we were busy and we're still busy, but I'm like really trying to make an effort. And even more so this year, I feel it in my soul that it's like, we need that connection. We I need like, that community. While you're talking, I'm just like thinking about the connection to your food and yeah. how many people are not connected at all to the food that they're eating completely disconnected to the food that they're eating they're buying it out of a cardboard box they're buying their meat off of a out of a cooler at the grocery store not even thinking about it while they're eating staring at a tv screen it's like you're not connected at all to the food you're eating yeah 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 great and that and what you're saying there is exactly like you, you take all the other things out of it like you said and and you talk about you know mandates and you talk about corruption and all corporate greed and all that but what you what you just said was perfect it's it's like this is that's the great awakening yeah. like that is the great awakening that we're all we're all part of and we all want to um spread the word about and um share with others and i think uh going back to that kind of lifestyle is exactly what this world needs yeah. um and it's like it's like a great uh, healing for the world, um, for our souls, and I, I love what you're doing. And I think everybody should be sort of looking at themselves. And I don't mean this in a carbon footprint kind of way. I mean it in uh, a holistic way. What, what like I, I'm constantly now looking at all these like they would call them food hacks 
but really it's re just living, yeah. you know, like how to make cheese yourself and, you know, oat milk and all these other basic things that like, wait, why am I buying this? Yeah. Like, yeah. And why aren't, of course we know why, but why aren't they teaching this more, you know, and, and you know why, but mm -hmm. that's what I, and so I don't want, I wanted to get to a point where we don't have to call it, you know, food hacks. Yeah. We just put, you know, knowing what we know about food, we just do it because we know that's what is food and what works best for us and our bodies. So, and that's just one, like I said, that's just one, it's a huge sector, one part of life, right? Like yeah. we have to kind of reclaim all these things. We need to reclaim spirituality. We yeah. need to reclaim the, the family unit. Absolutely. You know, we, Right, we need to reclaim journalism. We like all of yes. these things. Absolutely, yeah. So you guys are doing your part with that. As I love it, you know, and I'm trying to do. You're doing your yeah. part too, man. Word is this. It's just a, it, you know, this particular book is is not like it's not a Twitter rant. Like I, it's not 200 pages of a Twitter rant. No one would, well, maybe some, but um, it would be the wrong sort of message and feeling someone would get if they read just. 200 pages of a Twitter rant about, you know, anti-government establishment, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you know, all these things, corruption and everything. It would just, it just wouldn't sit well with me, but also the reader. I, I don't want a reader to come out angsty yeah. and, ang and, and angry. Right. Um, we're, so I call it a, this particular book, a gentle, like a nudging, you know? And, and so for, for people that are, you know, not awake to what's going on or kind of, it's like a nudge. Um, yeah. And so I read it, you kind of go, oh, and oh, shit. Like that's, oh, that's his story. And I kind of went through something similar. Oh, I get it now. And yeah. and for the, that are awake, that is going to be something they can relate to because we all have our own, and I know you do too, have our own story on how it all happened and unfolded and it's so unique to us personally you know and when somebody reads it they're gonna go oh okay i get it this this is what happened to you prior then you kind of fell apart and that's why there's certain sections in the book and it's in an order specific it does play off one sort of one giant journey and story but even though the poems are separate um that and i wanted to contribute Oh, that's the other thing. Sorry, I don't mean to go on about this, but I, I wanted to contribute to to the fight. And everybody was, you know, protesting. And, I, you know, I of course, I, I went to some local ones, but my strength is words. And, yeah. and so I wanted to contribute in my own way. And, you know, some people are very good on the screen. You guys are great, you know, an audio format and you know, making those lifestyle changes and sharing with people. But my strength is words. And I was like, well, I need to, I need to get this out here. And I don't care about the money. Like I'm not making barely anything. Unfortunately, Amazon makes all the money, but like, uh, but I, I make very little money on this. I'm like, I'm not, I can't quit life and go, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's not. Like, Same with us. Yeah, Same with us. Yeah. This we don't make a penny. Off, here, yeah. We don't make a penny off the podcast. This just was like a it's just a, we're spreading the word, trying to get the word out there. Yeah. And then yeah. our, our shirts too. Like we've like I think you're the only one of the only people that have bought our men's clothing. We've had a few women bought it, but like it's it's not anything to to we're not making millions. That's yeah. for sure. Not even thousands. <laughs> yeah. 
and I, I love that sweatshirt. It's like so comfy. I should have wore it today, but I, I haven't. Worn I like this that one. one you yeah, have that's on a good too. one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so, proud of our brand. It's a badass logo. It looks cool. It's, oh, yeah. So badass. Yeah. It's, <laughs> love it. Yeah. I got lots of looks wearing that sweat, uh, the sweatshirt, and honestly, it's super comfy. Yeah. Like yeah, one of they're so soft. Yeah, they're so soft. I love it, and the way you did it, and how it was made, like all. All of that, the well thought out. So yeah. we're all. Thank you. We're yeah. It's just we're just all in it, and um, so thank you, of course, for having me. And this has just been such a wild journey. Like I didn't think this was like gonna get as you know. Not that I'm huge. I'm just it's as big as that is. I just could. Yeah, right? It's yeah, like I'm close to kind of close to ten thousand followers, and it's like two years ago I was like you know 1100 and it was just like friends and family and random robots you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like like what and then you just kind of keep being consistent with it and you realize whoa there's a lot of people that kind of are craving this not just my words but you know stuff that you're putting out and what yeah. others are putting out whether it's podcast format which i love or it's words or it's art like you yeah. said is going to get us out of this art's going to get us out of it um so yeah it's been a blessing that way i oh, i have to say too like it we could be doom and gloom and be like all worried about what it is but you have such great energy like you've got such yeah. a like it's like you i don't know like a, a happy happy light energy about you but when you read your poems it's like this guy's deep but he's also like got this like soulful happiness to him too so yeah i think what you're doing you know is how, great you know how people make memes and even though it's about like awful subject matter in in the grand scheme of it you're like ugh, but they make a meme and they can still get a laugh out of it because yeah. of just like how crazy and wild it is and how is it possible that we live in a world where memes are going to get us out of this like yeah. what the hell on <laughs> memes like yeah we're taking down you know fake news with memes like yeah you know what i mean and so sometimes my work in that particular genre which i call like you know satiric and dystopian at the same time that's really what it is yeah it's a poetic meme like yeah in some you just it takes a little bit more time but uh, it's it's satiric and it's it's satire and and that makes you kind of laugh at the the absurdity of it all and yeah. so yeah I whenever I see memes and I just like I'm like I can't believe it like we're we're at this point where we have to make memes to like get people to, to take notice of these kinds of issues yeah and from a, a, a wide variety of <laughs> topics I laugh every time it's like yeah. I can't believe and the yeah. memes are pretty like um it's crazy how they resonate though with people like i remember um i don't know 8 years ago however long it was when memes first came out and i i was a hairdresser for years i still do it a little bit and i had a client in my chair like explaining to me what a meme was and i'm like what <laughs> like what i don't i'm like i'm not following it's, it's like it's a picture and it's got words on it and it's dead like and try to explain i'm like what and now like my kids they're like oh it's a meme and they're like seven and seven and nine years old and they know what a meme was whereas like us like i eight... thought it was a frog at first 
wait, that frog, that one frog that was in every meme at the beginning. And yeah. I didn't understand. I still don't understand that, but whatever. <laughs> I think he's like the Q frog too. That one, oh, yeah, that yeah. one, um, like the, oh, yeah. which I, I still don't really follow that, yeah. what that is, but uh, he was on all the Q and on stuff that. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah. why a frog? I don't get it. Yeah. But I thought his name was meme or something. No, a meme is yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we know. Now we know what memes are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, meme masters now. Yeah, and and that's funny too because like the whenever I do a meme drop on our Instagram, holy cow! Like I'm like I should just be a meme page because this is what gets the most attention out of anything. Like yeah, you, it can have short attention span. It's yeah, you can look at it in a few seconds. Good. That's why if you make a YouTube video that's longer than five minutes, people are like, ah, it's too long. Yeah, you know what? And to just talk to that, I, I agree. Like, um, in terms of the writing, and and it's the same way. Like the writing in general, not just my my genre or whatever, any type of poetry. Now, it's it's only the short stuff that gets the most attention. Right. It's the and so that's another thing as an artist, like as a creator, you're kind of just like, oh, what do I do here? Like, I want to say so much. And I cannot say it in 12 words. Yeah. Like there's no way. Like my I'm a storyteller. Right. And I'm stuck here, like, you know, slowly growing and I want people to to enjoy it. But you're caught in that, like, what do I do? How do I beat the algorithm? But I've just stuck with it. I don't care. And yeah. so if you look at my poems compared to many of the, you know, the other accounts out there, and if that's your thing, great. Um, and it does the algorithm does love that. Um, mine have been consistently long. Like sometimes you have to scroll like yeah. four or five pages, like it, within the the carousel, to finish the poem, and that is not conducive to our world at all. Yeah. yeah. But you just hope that people will will hopefully, as you know, as the page grows, people will appreciate the art of storytelling, yeah. and stick with it because I love nothing more than taking a reader along for the ride and then giving him something at the end it could be a twist or it could just be like some wicked you know last two lines that you know like oh yeah you know? <laughs> and so i always tell readers like just stick with it like i'm setting it up stick with the whole thing and you will be you'll get a message out of it it won't be like so obscure and you'll enjoy it so thankfully that's been um, that's been the case, but that, that's really what you're saying. And I've, I've, I've noticed my account picks up when I put more memes, not on my account. I don't change my layout, but like in my stories, yeah, your stories. Yeah. they just, people just love memes. Yeah. And, you know, and our movement is like the best at memes. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Some yeah, of them I'm really just like, is, yeah. I, I don't create any of the memes and I don't take credit for it either. I don't, I don't say just like, reposting. I'm just reposting them, but I'm like, man, these are hilarious. Yeah. I just repost the ones that I think are good and, or, or thought provoking or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> I, lost, I was going to say something and I forgot. I was going to say, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like the I like the NASA memes. Those are my favorite. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's 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 so it's great. I now I just anytime I find a wicked meme account um that's sort of on the same page as us, that's a follow because yeah, you're giving me so much free ammunition that I can yeah. use. Yeah. Like 
and that other people can use too. Oh, I'm on it. I'm all about that life for sure. <laughs> and I, I try to put balance into my account too, because, you know, I, I, I can appreciate this, the casual reader too, um, that just wants to read and, and maybe kind of stay out of, stay out of the, the, you know, the soiree, like all of it and just yeah. read and that, but then there's other ones that, you know, uh, really want to get into it. And yeah. so I try to just do a good balance of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, uh, these people like uh, to say I've taken a step back is an understatement. I have not looked at an even, uh, let alone mainstream news article, even a conspiratorial news article for a long time. So I'm completely out of the loop. But I used to be really in the loop. And these idiots, when they talk, give us no shortage of ammunition, like listening to Joe Biden and listening to oh, all these people talk. It's just like, oh, my God, you talk for 30 seconds and I can make 100 memes out of your dumbass. Yeah, that's and that's so it's everyone. Yeah, like everyone. Joe is an easy target, but like it's just so many like so you you would get you're right. You have to take a step back because yeah. you end up like just wasting so much energy. Yeah. On, well, not memes, but like just even posting these things, there's just too much. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like they're doing that on purpose. Someone told me that they're just bombarding feeds with everything so that everybody gets confused about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And yeah. And we're like those, that termite in the jar or ants yeah. in the jar. Ants in a jar. That's yeah. what I feel like sometimes. So yeah, you're right. Like it's just good to step away and and yeah. you know you found a great a great thing there and the working out and and whatever yeah. it is like writing art, you know, your music or education or, or whatever it may be, you know. Yeah. Filmmaking and just living, like living on an acreage, man. There's so much to do outside all the time, and fresh air just feels good. It's just so it it feels good out there. You you don't have time to be online doom scrolling for hours at a time. There's just yeah. too much to do. Yeah. And like t by nine o'clock, you had already gone out and given the chickens their water the and out the driveway. Yeah. And, and most people on a Sunday morning aren't, haven't Still even rolled out, yeah. haven't <laughs> even really rolled out of bed. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's definitely something to be said about, about that. And yeah. And it's all how you look at it too. It could be like, Oh, this is such a pain in the ass. I'm going to get up at five in the morning and go load the firewood. But like, it's rewarding, man. Like, you know, I'm living off the land. I'm cutting my living own trees down. Like, yeah. I love it. Living off the land. God bless you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I was just saying, like, that would be the goal. Like, I would even, if I got a place in something like what you have, I would literally take, if I could afford it, of course, like, take six months off or whatever. And every day, just like, get another project done, you know, maybe yeah. one would like okay i'm going to replace the shower head with the the filtered one that gets rid of all the garbage another mm -hmm. one you know another week or two chicken coop you know like all these things like yeah. how often build that fortress but yet uh, a sacred a sacred place like and you guys are doing it so i'm always like curious about that and and thinking about you so that's great and all right on, yeah man. jamie's jamie's the mastermind behind that he that's where his real creativity comes out because the guy is a 
he just does beautiful oh, he's you. got a beautiful craft i don't even know the proper terminology your craftsmanship is is bar none like it's like even this desk that we're sitting at right now i i'm like can you make me a desk that looks like this and he does it more beautiful than what i even imagine and i think that is like your form of that's my art artistic your art like yeah, the house sure. we're sitting in like you you built this with your own hands and and yeah, like i i get my ideas off of pinterest and then i'm like can you do this and they look way better than what I could even have imagined because and it's all custom yeah it's all his his handiwork and it's yeah it's that's my beautiful. artistic oh I, I can't sing I can't you know I, I couldn't play an instrument to save my life I wish I could I wish I could. that's my artistic outlet is uh, yeah. building creating I love it and the more people I've kind of encountered with the process of just of course waking and of course, trying to wake others, but also the launch, people have reached out and I've met people in person that I hadn't seen in years. And they have all these amazing spaces that they've created. And it's just a reminder of like, yes, that's the goal. You know, whether it's like a, a beautiful meditative place, it could be small, it doesn't matter, or, you know, a yoga studio or whatever they did to find that in the community that they built around that with that it's honestly it's it's wonderful oh, it's nice. wonderful deep yeah and those are the places from a personal standpoint not to gear it back to my book but those are the places that actually um want to carry my book and those are the places that are aside from um the amazon sales those are the places that actually sell the most books and i've only just started really? oh i love that yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Well, books in these places where you know lots of our community um have started i've just it's just kind of like snowballed it's been yeah. awesome that's great man. that's great, so and that's great when, that we, yeah that's when you know you're in in alignment yeah. because you're doing what your soul is here to do yeah and like, it doesn't matter what age you're at. Like I used to have this stigma, um, like by this age, I got to have this done by this age. I got to have this done and I'm going to have kids by 25, which I'm glad I didn't, those, I didn't have those things happen the way that I thought I had to have them. And like, I'm getting close to 40, I'm 38, um, turn just turned 38 in November. And I feel like now, like, just, I'm like, okay, hey, I feel like I'm finally like getting to the spot where I'm meant to be. And like, I took my yoga teacher training um, before COVID and I haven't, I had two jobs lined up and then all the gym shut down and all the yoga studios shut down. And so much. So the yoga studio where I took my teacher training and I also got hired at, they didn't even make it through COVID. They had to shut oh. down completely. And it that was so hard to see because it was just mm -hmm. this couple that like they put their heart and soul into it. And it was called Smiling Hearts. Like they were mm -hmm. that Smiling Hearts Yoga. And they they had such a a beautiful space that it made me really sad that they couldn't make it through. Mm -hmm. But what I'm getting at is um, I'm finally now come February, I'm going to start teaching yoga again. And I'm so excited because I feel like... I, everything that we've gone through in the last couple of years is giving me ammunition to go forward and teaching and going back to what we talked about connecting with our food how many people don't connect with their body and I'm not saying like 
like um just they they go through their motions and like what if we went through our everyday motions and we walked and we we the way we're sitting the way we're driving and we're actually connecting with their bodies in those instances and I danced for many years I did ballroom and latin dancing and I think what I'm going to go forward with teaching my yoga is like kind of like a combination of like that like connection in your body that you not the dance background is really going to help that as well. So I'm, I know I'm talking in a circle, yeah, but um, I, I think that everyone's emerging out of these last few years with more ammunition than ever before and connection, connection, Jamie and I both have tattoos on our arms uh, saying it's a connection. key and it has a, and the word connection in it connection and is connection key. is key. And not only connection is key with your partner, but connection is key with community. Connection mm -hmm. is key with your food. Connection mm -hmm. is key mm -hmm. with your body. And I like that. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> that's, that's my little. That was good, that I love it. Absolutely. Love it guys. That's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. That's so, like you were saying about like, what, this homestead will not be complete without a maloka. That's been in the plans since the beginning. We're going to have a little studio for meditating and yoga and whatnot. And, and a heal, like healing. A healing. Like our, our big. Our goal was to have a healing center because coming through the other side of all these jabs and injured people and everything like that and emotional healing. emotional healing, all sorts of healing is going to need to be done when, you know, more and more people are waking up to what has happened to them and how they've been screwed. And they're going to have nowhere to turn and we want to be there to help. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. That's, that, that sounds beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And this place, this homestead will be, we'll be growing our own food. We'll be hunting our own food. We'll be spiritually, like we'll be able to comfort and, and help people heal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Like you're doing, you're doing the work. Yeah. You know, oh, it's like the best. Like when you meet other people doing that, whatever, whatever way they're doing it, it's the best. It's right. the best. Yeah. yeah. So that we can keep connecting. And I know it's just digitally, but it, in, in certain respects, it means more. We know we're like we're aligned, as you said, it, it, it sort of trans, it, it can go through these digital yeah. means. You can I know feel we, it. You can still do it. You can still feel it, right? Yeah. And so the more we interconnect, we just like kind of piece these things together. And it's like, oh, I know this person from here and this person from here and I can get there. Or I'm leaving there. or I'm going to stay there. or Come on by or let's talk or it's yeah. that we need everything in all space. Like just boom, yeah. it's going to be. And then we'll just take over. You know what I mean? That's we'll, right. Yeah. It's like yeah. Um, we had when we had Darcy on our podcast, she was like, we're all like mycelium. Like we're all like our roots are just like interconnected and we're like finding each other. And, yeah, yeah, we are finding each other. Yeah, I think that's really oh, cool. Oh, I love uh, I wanted to ask you, have you, I haven't come across this, but you, you never like recite your poetry and read it, hey, online? So I don't recite my poetry like um, with just like filming myself. I do on my reels though have a few um where my vocals are used over top of a video overlay it's right. just not self but um i'm working on that and i'm happy to happy to read a few today if you yeah uh, please read us one of your favorites yeah i got right I awesome. yeah absolutely um so i'm working on it and i'm, I'm practicing with open mics and things and cool. it's just something um it's been uh, a place of um 
discomfort, but ed- healthy edging, um, because I do I do need to a poet should be able to read their work, and so um, I'm uh, actually thank you for giving me the space to uh, to do this. Awesome. So here we go. Our pleasure. If people are unfamiliar with my work, the titles are at the end of the poem, and that's because sometimes the the title rhymes with possibly the last word. Oh, okay. So I will, title, I'll just read the poem. Here we go. Ride the wave of thick mud and sludge. The fall may just be your waking up, your head and ego submerged in gunk. But beauty isn't everything, even grunge like listening to Nirvana unplugged. The cuts, bruises, and scars are worth ingesting the grit, soil, and worms. A speckled smile as you found the cure through the beneficial bacteria and germs. Your (laughs) spill brought you closer to earth. Eat dirt. (laughs) I love it. I love that. And that that was just more about, I mean, I love combining things, the idea of just falling and getting back up again but that you know adversity creates you know our our heroes within but also from a scientific standpoint um when i was going through my own struggles you know and i think it was like josh axe or somebody else was talking about it too but a lot of other scientists they were saying our soil is depleted yeah and you need to eat more dirt so i actually started taking bioengineered dirt um from in capsule form really i should just been eating carrots from my own backyard or whatever you know but like but this was like a thing like like i was taking um yeah this bioengineered dirt to like help with gut flora right Um, that's what um no like dr zach bush zach bush yeah that's yeah he's got he's got another one um i forget what it is you you were taking that and then yeah i i the kids in the summertime that's one of my favorite things they literally will just go we'll rinse the carrots off because they'll be like covered in dirt but they'll still have dirt dirt particles on there and the kids eat it and so what was i just explaining to finn yesterday i always drop my food on the ground well i don't always do it (laughs) (laughs) whenever i drop my food i just pick it up and eat it without rinsing it off and i was explaining to my son yesterday i'm like no it's good for you man (laughs) <laughs> yeah whatever right yeah and i love zach bush like zach bush yeah he's Come great on. eh? he's 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 great um so anyway that was the background on that one but uh no if you don't mind i, I could read a couple more if you're please interested. yeah please do man um so it this one is yeah all right here we go the content we consume is concocted contrived and contrary to our connectivity it's constructed to convolute and contradicts consideration of a conscious continuity. Our convictions confiscated by concessions, conceded and confused into conformity. It's control to condition conversation by a conniving conglomerated conspiracy, cons. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I got a couple more though, if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, yeah. This, this is helping me out. to tie everything together. Yeah, I'm just kind of reading from different parts of it. Um, all right, here's another one. Uh, government and three-letter agencies forcefully defined, assigned opposing voices as lies and hate crimes. 
big tech censored and branded people who divide, tattooed them with digital codes to keep them confined, while the media cast spells on them to further malign. A state-sponsored spoon feeds food to a hungry child. Watch desperate mothers cry, whispering all the while. There, there, it's good for you. Eat all your words and comply. Alphabet soup. Ah, that's a good I one. I like man. the the title at the end. Yeah, that's cool. It's clever. Yeah, sometimes they rhyme, sometimes they don't. But uh, yeah, thank you for for allowing me space to read. I'll I'll do one more, maybe a more hopeful one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, walk down the path of consequence and tunnel through the unknown. A torch passed by the last will give hope when you're alone. Be the champion to wake them. Reignite belief in each and everyone. Conquer darkness in the long night, for it's your turn to finally become the undying light. And that's one that's on the back of my book. Oh, nice. I thought that and, sounded familiar because I had read that one. That and that's really sums up a lot of the the purpose behind the book was, you know, if if this can help someone and, and my contribution, right? You know, that that idea that if you can wake one, you can wake them all. And yeah. so um, that's really the whole basis behind this. And it's, it's my story and uh, I hope people enjoy it. And yeah, it's available on, on Amazon. Um, yeah, freaking Amazon, but, eh? <laughs> yeah. But I figured this would be a good way. I know I'm giving Amazon money, but like sometimes you have to work from the inside. And yeah, and, uh, yeah I, I hope that one day if this keeps growing, um, you know, I may need to put another book out on Amazon, but there'll be a point where hopefully um, I won't I won't need to use that, but yeah. uh, I'll rely less on them. Yeah. Um, but like, right now, right now, it's just a um, a tool for you to use. But down the road, hopefully, you can just have your own website with and ship it straight from from there. That that's what I would love to be able to do is just uh, get rid of get rid of that. Um, yeah. But for now, you know, if 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 I if that if a person buys the book off there and Amazon, you know, makes six dollars on it or whatever it may be, but then that person wakes up yeah then right. it's it's priceless yeah then what is that worth right you know yeah, yeah that's so true you know, what will they create what will they embody what will they do yeah. so. we can use their tools against them to like sell their own demise you know if we work hard enough in some respect yeah like <laughs> that's you know i i i can't like i have to be grateful for the opportunity that that the site has even had like in terms of uh just in terms of like uh, an author like anybody can self-publish now yeah and how yeah. how insane is that like years ago that would have been like such a process and now um, i could just go direct you tell me i can just and i don't have to carry any inventory it's just buy like made to order like yeah yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I've read, I've, I've read some books recently. I'm like, who edited this? Was this even edited at all? There's like ten spelling mistakes on this page. Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's some time editing. My God, this book took like four years and <laughs> edited so many times. Really? They, no one's found any spelling errors yet. So, uh, well, the funny thing is, like, like 
uh, oh my gosh, where did my mind go today? I, uh, it just went away. But yeah, like, like I have, we, we were talking to another friend too, who, um, she was, she didn't realize that people can just self-edit a, or self-publish a book. And I was like, yeah, on Amazon, you can self-publish a book and it doesn't, you know, doesn't have to be going through an editor and stuff like right. that. And she was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why this book I read was so terrible. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> not not your book. This is a totally different book. No, this is high quality yeah, material book, right here. Yeah, it's your just, book is beautiful. Yeah. Just the, the presentation, everything's really nice, man. Really yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, the, the the art's done by my sister. I was gonna ask who did your artwork. That was weird because I was trying to figure out like, oh my god, I want art in my book. And and we're sitting at a coffee shop and I'm doing my, you know my written work this book uh, on my computer and she's doing her graphic designs and we're literally sitting beside each other or across from each other i'm like i'm thinking to myself oh my god who am i gonna hire for this and then i'm like looking at her work and i just like wait a minute do you want to do this it was not in her wheelhouse but like she's like yeah i can do this yeah and so cool. that was nice and then the cover you know i outsourced uh and they did like i had the, the idea of what i wanted for the cover and um so my sister was like i think you probably need to get something that like is really professional looking so and so she was just like you know what i found this person and i literally told him exactly what i wanted like i, I was like do not like Spray. you can find it but this is what i want and and the beauty about this is like if you carry this like everybody knows what that means yeah. and I think people will be proud, like especially people from our community, be proud to carry this around. Mm -hmm, for sure. Put it on shelf or coffee table. Yeah. And even if you weren't perhaps uh, in our community and you just picked it up or saw it, you would be intrigued. And I think if somebody like us was reading this at a coffee shop or a bus or whatever it may be, and you know, this was the cover popping out, I think somebody would like look at it and say wait what is that yeah yeah and definitely. of course in our community of course they would be like so eager to tell yeah, so yeah. to talk but that that was the reason i wanted it and uh yeah i'm glad it turned out that way it, it's just it really pops i love that it pops out compared yeah. to perhaps other titles that people have done or see out there so I love it yeah that's really cool. I love that your sister did the artwork too my brother did yeah. we came up with the idea for our logo and then my brother executed it perfectly yeah he so drew that logo that, drew that our, yeah he drew it out and then we took it to a graphic de designer and she basically just like fine-tuned the pieces so it could come out the way it did yeah she but, straightened a few lines but he drew that picture yeah, yeah. it was gorgeous yeah it was really cool absolutely stunning picture like i love that pic i love yeah. wearing that picture i'm not joking like I, no, wear yeah, it. I love it too i really love it it's like it embodies like it's the wolf but it's also the yin and the yang of it's like, got the feminine feminine, yeah, feminine and the masculine yeah. and it's just the that and it portrays us very well yeah because we're we're he's very much i'm the yin to his yang and vice versa and yeah. he's the masculine side and i'm the feminine side but it's, yeah it's perfect yeah it's it's, it's us yeah <laughs> yeah but this yeah. Well, this this is beauty, man. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks. It's it's been a it's been a wild journey. And I think it's just starting. Honestly, the way Yeah, I think so too. I'm just just the way I, I planned kind of 
launching this, like, I, I don't think like there'll be ups and downs, but I think the way our community works and is so supportive of one another, I just think there's so many of us out there that are, that um, we can kind of touch and, and I'm hoping it reaches them. And so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ravi, how can people get a hold of you? How can they find you? So, Instagram. Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is rkgandhi, so R-K-G-A-N-D-H-I. Um, open account, please take a look. I spent a lot of time on my Instagram to make it curated to look absolutely stunning when people go to it. That's one of the first things people will message me about, say, I have not seen an Instagram like this because yeah. it's the color schemes and and the writing in the middle with the art and and the title like no one's no one does that and I'm happy about that cool. and then they go to uh, redpillrhymes.com and just kind of learn more about me there'll be links to my Instagram and links to my Facebook and Twitter um, there Facebook and Twitter I, I just started kind of using that a bit more Instagram is really the 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 most uh, active one I'm on mm -hmm. um, and so but yeah that's those are the two. The two ones, and of course, the the book is on uh, Amazon, and it's been out for just over a month, uh, and I'm I'm really happy with the results so far. I already got almost got twenty reviews already, and so that's like, that's amazing. So, um, if you do end up getting the book, I would love to hear from you, and if you enjoyed it, of course, an Amazon review um, would also help. I get the word out for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sure. imagining right now somebody listening to this podcast, buying the book, having it on their coffee table, and somebody who's not awake seeing the book and that waking them up. It's a beautiful thing we're doing here, man. Working together. I, I love that. And really, the, but the cool thing about the Amazon, it has that look inside feature. You can read the first few pages of it. Oh, yeah. And the very first line, uh, it is dear reader i hope you stole this book or found it for free and <laughs> so so i hope that that does happen like i hope people buy it and then just you know lend it out or or you know whatever share it i don't care just get the word out and, yeah. and so yeah that's i'm hoping awesome. that's what happens <laughs> oh, brother. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, Robbie, thank you for being here. We I we loved having yeah, you. Yeah, like, this great. is and you are I know we we are behind well behind the ball whatever. There's no there's no what time is a funny thing. But the, <laughs> you're our first podcast for the year. Um Yay. and that was supposed to come before it ended up not working out. So I'm so grateful that it was you and we got to talk to you and got to spend this last hour and a bit with you and your energy and whoever's listening to this. I hope you get Ravi's book and you you just give it to everybody you know or yeah. share it with all your friends and family. So yeah. Uh means a lot. This was like felt like quality time. Yeah, it like it's really good. Quality guys like yeah you're, you're a lovely man your energy's great I yeah love it, yeah yeah and if you if you ever come out this way come visit us absolutely come stay yeah. on the homestead with us <laughs> oh i'm gonna take you guys up for sure definitely come <laughs> pick up a carrot man <laughs> yes that's right eat it i'm not even gonna wash it let's do yeah. it right on brother okay well thank you we will um we'll, i'll be in touch with you but this was this was an honor to have you and i hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend Love you guys. We'll chat soon. Love, Love you, you too. too Take, Take care. care.